Just go with it. No need to clop like a seal. I thought the first thing I heard when I logged in was you clomping down the stairs, complaining about boxes on the stairs when they're all yours. I was giving a warning to the child to watch out when she carries her laundry down. I was being nice. Watch out for daddy's junk on the stairs. Uh, that's just a holdover from the uh, disaster you left me when you were here last I week. Leave, I didn't leave anything, man. That might be the title of this episode, Daddy's Junk. Hey, oh. Hey, everybody. Welcome to STC Pod. I have no idea what episode this is, but no one cares. <laughs> really? It's, I think it's 228. No one cares. There's a big eight on there. Is there? Well, it'd, be on, it'd be on your side. What? What would be on my side? The episode number. I don't see anything on my end. Well, I forget what I put in. I put something in there. Yeah, probably wrong. What were uh, we saying? You were driving around for three hours? No, you know, I just had to finish you work. work. You said you were in the car for three hours. Yeah. Finished work. And had to drive, pick up kids, and then kids after volleyball practice, other end of town. It's madness. Three hours in the car. And uh, why don't you just get them the Uber at home? I checked at uh, the Loblobs again, see if they had any Bomba. They did not. Good. Shelves are bare. It's an embarrassment. The hell are they doing? Get their act together. Stock it up. No. Who's buying that shit? Well, I. Except for I, babies. I imagine all babies the Jews. with their little bubbas. The Jewish community is buying it because it's the only place to get it. Listen. What? They're not, they're not shopping at Loblaws, okay? Yeah. Th there's a whole little kosher section there. Yeah. They're going down to freaking Bayview to their home, uh, to their hometown and buying from there. Well, could be, I, I don't know. Is that what I have to do? Go there. Probably You're paying top dollar though. No, I don't think they got really big, uh, kosher supermarkets. No, no they got the, you got to go to the premium stores, man. Like the, uh, their versions of like Longos or, uh, farm boys, you know, the mm -hmm. super small high end. It wasn't, it was, uh, they're on Bathurst, if I believe, south of the 401. I got to go. I looked it up. There's a couple there. Check that out. Anyways, that, that's last week's news. Don't need to hear about that. Exactly. No one cares. <sighs> no one cares. Just let it go. That's the point, is free flow. Really? Reforming, isn't it? What are you afraid of? <sighs> <laughs> Good start. Uh, well, sorry for talking. God, what's been in your craw the last couple of days? You. I swear to God, today you wouldn't talk to me for the first four hours of the shift. That was fun. Well, another, you deserve it. Another fun day. As as a recent comment on one of our uh, videos, not that you ever read the comments. Uh, one line simply just reads. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Latest comment on our latest pickup video. 
I'm glad you're finally reading the comments at the start where they should be read. The comment is, when is the divorce? That's after watching your performance on the last pickup video. Where you're uh, yeah, I was held prisoner of war. Yeah, I was held hostage. Prisoner of war. I was reading off a piece of paper that you you had me, uh, that you wrote up for me. Hmm. Who wrote that comment? So. I don't think so. And, Who wrote that uh, comment? But if we go over to another YouTube channel. Who wrote that same, comment? Same stuff. Well, more of more good stuff. You'll hear a super enthusiastic, cheerful fella. Who wrote that comment? That was buried on Mars. Said that. Really? Hey, the Habs just went up. Three to two. Hey. They got to get it. They got to win this one. Anyways, you want me to continue on the comment? I just saw two comments. I don't know where you're seeing these ones from. You saw comments? That yeah, one. well, I went to your YouTube channel and looked at the last uh, podcast. Well, well, let's continue. This is Lotus Lotus Stark Corner. He comes at us with another great comment. Wish you guys all the best in selling your games and collectibles at the Barry Game Exchange. I think it's great you guys did a mock-up layout of what your table will look like. We really did. We laid it all out on the floor, exactly like the table. Now, hopefully you'll have time to take a quick walk-around video to show what's being sold. It says, have fun, which is a great idea. I don't yes. know why we haven't done that before. Well, I've done that before. No, actually, no, I don't even think you have of a, a tour of just our table. Not oh, a no. Yeah, not our table. Yeah, just of, our table. Of the venue. No, let's, it would be like a, a bonus pickup video, just our table. Oh, I see. Just our table, how we laid it out, how people should be laying out their tables, uh -huh. how to properly conquer your neighboring tables. And I'd like to make an announcement. Um, if people at the Beer Game Exchange, which takes place April 7th, early bird, $10, 11 a.m. Regular price, $5 from 12 to 4. It's at the, uh, where is it at? The Holly Rec Community Center? Yep, Holly Rec Center. Right. Anyway, go to berrygameexchange.ca for all the details. But uh, anybody, uh, we're having a contest at our table. We've introduced uh, a game corner at our table. We're doing, uh, we've got a Jenga set up, but made out of VHS tapes. <laughs> and the winner is the person who topples it in the direction of uh, Buried on Mars's table, which uh, will be directly beside ours. Hmm. Winner gets to pick one console disc base game out of our bins. One. Yeah. One. Well, they get the VHS too, right? And then, well, no, because we got to set it back up for the next round. Oh. <laughs> but the winner uh, is whoever succeeds in toppling the VHS Jenga tower on top of uh, Kevin's table. Like, do they have to make it so whoever they're playing against is forced to topple it over 
on the buried on Mars's table or they will, cause they could just push it over themselves. Well, you can't push it over. You got to play, but oh, okay. it's up to the other person to sort of like prevent it by, cause when you pull the tape out, you put it on the very top of the, of the VHS Jenga pile again, right? There's ways, there's different ways of playing Jenga. You can pull out the piece and, and leave it out, or you can stack it at the very top. Yeah. No, you have to stack it at the top. No, you don't no. have to. Who's played Jenga where you don't put it back Listen, on the top? Maybe back on the fucking farm. <laughs> that's how you guys do it. But in the big city, there's different ways of playing it. There, no, there's actually just yes, one. There is you different ways it. of playing it. I can talk back over you. Well, help me out, folks, in the comments on this one. Have you ever forgot to put your <laughs> tile back on top and someone said, hey, this is a better way of doing it? No, it makes the game longer, dude. Because the tower, there's still more pieces to pull from the top. Oh, snap. No, I don't. I know it's not for you. Don't play it. Hey, I've played Jenga to a draw before because I'm such an expert where well, there was no more. I've always to pull. played it to a win because that's how good I am. I don't draw anything. That's not you winning. It's always based on someone no, else's failure. Winning. No. Yeah. That means I win. Yeah, based on someone else's I want you uh, to fail. error. I want you to fail. <laughs> Anyways, I was going to pull up the comments from cartridgeclub.org. Those were from our YouTube channel, but uh, it seems someone forgot to open a thread for last episode. So, so I don't see any comments on there. I don't know what happens to them. So, hey guys, if you don't see uh, the episode thread there, uh, feel put free it, to start it up. Yeah, put it up for us. It's no big deal. Come on. Help out the team. Help there's only help so much. Yeah. Help there's yourselves so help us. There's, there's just one guy on this STC team that does all of the publishing and, uh, you know, making things public. So, really? yeah. I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to be positive. Uh, good. Positivity is what yes, we're talking you about. You are too fucking negative for me. I'm negative. I've never yes. been negative. The only time you think I'm negative is when I'm busting your chops or calling you out on something of your craziness, which is, that's not being negative. Yeah. That's it just. Is. Depends you know. how you do it. Depends how I do it. Yeah, you're lucky I'm a lighthearted guy and can take a lot of stuff. Hey, Joe, I don't like how you just punched me in the balls. Quit being negative. Enjoy the ball kicking. I don't right? punch you in the balls. Kinda. Come on. Just poke you in the, my finger. Well, speaking of positivity, I want to give a shout out to uh, the cartridge the cartridge club community and the cartridge bros specifically, they had a big, uh, online stream, I guess, last weekend. I, I couldn't even check in on it. I was tied up with volleyball crap with the kids. So it was great. I was on it, uh, two days, man. You were, you were part of it. You were communicating. I, you communi were I was communicato with wow. various people. Holy I went on man. set Friday or 
I was on Friday night. And then I was on Saturday morning, first thing, when Kevin was doing his uh, his stream. I was on twice with the bros. Um, uh, Derek and, uh, and uh, what's his face? Josh, we're doing one together. Let's check theirs out. James did one. It's good. Hmm. Congratulations, a, uh, Josh Creepley. You became a what's his face? A what? Yeah. What's his face? <laughs> well, I, no, I was thinking of him, but then I had James's name in my head. So I didn't want to like, what? I, I, I knew I was going to say the wrong name. So that's why I said, what's his face? Looking forward to seeing uh, my buddy Josh at the uh, Bear Game Exchange. I was pissed, man. Like, the Q dogs were broadcasting again and I missed it. I was not happy. I love getting in there and uh, discovering new stuff about the Q dogs on their live streams. Why don't you watch the repeat? Hmm. 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 Maybe I did. Maybe you didn't. You could have done today instead of uh, watching everything that you were watching on YouTube. And playing it loud enough for everybody to hear in the room, whereby I had to counter blast it with my own stuff. Mr. Passive Aggressive. You couldn't hear anything through I the heard dark all cloud of it. you had around. I heard all of it. You heard all of only it. All thunder of it. and lightning. All of it. it I, uh, no, I, I didn't watch anything crazy. I uh, had to catch up on Canadian retro stuff. He had a bunch of videos building the shelves. Crazy. I just said you crank it up so everyone can hear. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I didn't yeah, but uh, Canadian retro, you're right. He, he finished his. Uh... I didn't think he was putting that many shelves up in his room. He went all out. It's a hell of a lot of shelves. He did that originally, and then Musty improved on that design, and then he used the new and improved design for his current game room in his house. Yeah, basically, it's not like conventional shelving as you think of it. They're, they're using like two-by-twos as like the skeleton of a shelf, which all your games kind of sit on top of. But uh, so all the games are very predominantly face up because they stick out farther than the, than the apparatus that's holding them because they're just sitting on two by twos, basically. And uh, it really presents the games like they're front and center, Pre presents them well. I don't know. I don't know if I'd use that same method. I, yeah, I could my, tweak it a little bit. It's not my cup of tea. Um, I like the Q dog shelves. If I, if I'd done mine again, I would have bought the, uh, the bookcases with the glass doors and then have the bottom half with the, uh, closed with the closed doors. Sure. No windows. Well, but only like museums, Q dogs and Joe can afford those kinds of shelves. So it's hard. Well, for no, it's, you can get, I, I could find cheaper versions than the Q dogs. But I'm saying like the bottom part's good because it gives you the option of having like say two shelves behind closed doors 
where you can throw cables and controllers and just get all the junk out of the way that you don't want to see. Like the junk that I have under my desk or on top of my bookshelves and uh, banker boxes. Or in your walls and under your bed. Yes, behind the walls uh, or in the garage, in the furnace room. So they were doing the stream. Uh, it was a charity thing, right? For uh, a friend of theirs, American Jason, Jason Heine, who got saddled with some medical medical bills. I I I, I don't understand the American health situation. Uh, I don't get it, man. I don't know why all the population doesn't just revolt over not having health care supplied to them. That, isn't that, doesn't it seem crazy that they're just okay with, uh, well, if I break my leg, I have to mortgage my house. Like they're okay with that, but they'll I revolt think, over the smallest other little thing. I think it's just the rich that keep squashing that. I can't imagine any middle-class middle to lower class families would not want to have healthcare. If you live in the States, it doesn't make sense to me. It's nothing. There's nothing logical about that. Where, like you said, you can go in for a bunch of testing deem that they don't really find anything wrong. And then you're saddled with, you know, let's take Jason's example. He had a $34,000 medical bill. Who the fuck could pay that? I, I, yeah. How did they just, I don't get how they sit there and take it, but then they'll go crazy over other little stuff like if you want something to revolt about that seems to be one to me i i don't know and there's you know they brag they're the richest nation in the world you know the most advanced but uh they can't provide health care and what they do have is called affordable health care so you still gotta pay for it but it's a little bit better it's affordable no how about free how about a basic human right is free health care well, I think we're going to lose our health care. The way this, uh, the way this government's going. Uh, well, yeah, like, uh, provincially, yeah, we have this conservative maniac in right now. And actually this week, my daughter just informed me that her high school is planning a walkout on Thursday to protest, um, like the, this government is moving forward with larger class sizes because that, that's what you want. Let's get, they want less teachers and larger class sizes. They eliminated the modernized sex ed curriculum. And they even set up uh, a, uh, a snitch line. So if you discover a teacher that is teaching modern sex ed, you can snitch on them and get their teacher's license revoked. <laughs> like what century are we living in? And he's organizing book burnings. I'm sure it's, uh, it's just insane. And then all his base are like, yep, that's, that's good. That's, we need bigger classes. Why, why so many teachers? I, uh, I don't get it. Take more money away from the education. You know, uh, uh the music class, in uh, the little kids' school, um, they're given 
uh, buckets from Home Depot and they drum on it. And that's their music class. Can can we get... That's great. Okay. But can, can we get some instruments? Is that so bad? What grade is this? That's the grade school is doing that. Where's their... Uh, what do we have? Those freaking whistles. <laughs> the whistles. Yeah. The recorder. Yeah, the recorder, man. I don't even know if they do recorder anymore because... I don't know. I remember at one point they were going to do um, ukulele, but uh, they would have had to have asked the, the parents to provide all the ukuleles, which I would have been fine with. And uh, but that was too much of a hassle, so they didn't do that. But I mean, like when we were in school, uh, do you remember the music storage room? I don't know about yours, but we had, you know, saxophones and trumpets and clarinets and uh, guitars, even. Uh, everything right now. Now they got, uh, Home Depot buckets. No, I don't remember having a music closet at our school. Really? You didn't take music in, in grade school? Elementary? No. Really? You weren't part of the band? Like I, I was, uh, I was trumpet first, first class trumpet, by the way, first class. Uh, that's, uh, you do the hard stuff when you're first. And uh, we had a whole band of uh, baritones and. Listen, I hated music class. I took it for grade nine and then got out of it as fast as I could. See, that again doesn't surprise me. That's where goddamn stupid. Doesn't it? Listen, music should be a priority. It, music it, should be guitar, bass, drums. Don't be handing me a trombone or <laughs> those poor freaking kids that had to carry the, the, the tubas. I would have freaking. Soccer kicked that thing onto the pavement and broke it, man. Oh, we didn't have tubas, but we had baritones and kids. Did you have tubas at high school band? No, I'm talking grade school. I don't know what they had in high school. I I, I uh, let go of the music classes when I went oh, to high school. But it's so good. How come? I, It's a regret. It's a regret. No. I came out of grade school. I could read and write music in grade school. And then... Uh, Dropping it in high school, I, I couldn't begin to tell you how to read music now. But that's a gateway to to mathematics, to science, uh, reading and writing. Uh, music is is the key and the bridge to get you there. It should be it should be distilled into you at a young age in grade school. How about you just study math and science, and that's your uh, that's your gateway to it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You just take it as science and you do it, okay? You do your science, you do your biology, you do your calculus, you do your algebra, you do your finite, you do your three high school maths. And some people don't realize and you throw some have, physics in there. They don't even realize they may have an affinity to mathematics until it is the uh, the science of music that kind of drives you into the back door of math. You know, it's, I would just get, I, just self teach yourself, be self taught. I would have been, I would have continued with band in high school if it hadn't been with those, without those uh, brass instruments, man. Let's teach the kids something they want to learn how to play. How about that? Wait, we were, we were playing their theme song to Rocky, man, with our brass instruments. We went on tour. You bet you got all the ladies too. We went to uh, the plowing match in Tweed. 
And we went to the tractor pull <laughs> up in Ganaraska. Uh, we went to a few plowing matches, yeah. With the county state fair. Yeah. We went to the... the uh, <laughs> Lawn mower tractor race up in uh, whatever else, whatever hillbilly town. Yeah, Pepper yeah. Law. We were in Pepper Law. <laughs> I just don't think there was like with all the credits you had to take in high school. I didn't think there my was cousin really married her brother. We were the band. Sorry, go ahead. For the music, I just don't. I don't know if they're wasn't a credit like space, like add time available, to take a music course with all the other crap you had to take, but it was offered in high school. And I remember there was guitars there and stuff. Buddy of mine took it, had a guitar, had a school guitar. And, uh, at the end of the year, he just kept it. <laughs> New guitar. Shocking. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's, I mean, uh, it's too bad. Anyways, things are only getting worse with this. Uh, this guy's as, as fat and stupid as as his dead, coked up brother. And the way he talks to his people when he gives speeches, I'm gonna talk to you like I'm a fancy orator, but I just sound even more stupid when I talk. And I don't know how to smile properly, so I do this sheepish grin. But his people eat it up. It's 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 when, really strange. Don't we have uh don't we call for elections every two years? Isn't it's time for this guy to go or what? You know how we do it here in Canada? Whoever gets elected in, we automatically start doing elections in two years instead of the four year period. Uh, unfortunately he he was voted in in a majority, so uh they can't uh force a vote of no confidence on him. Unless they convince people of his party to switch sides. So in this case, we are stuck with him for a little bit because well, that's happening in the, uh, uh, in the parliamentary government. So why can't it happen for provincial? What do you mean? Well, it seems like every day someone's leaving the liberal party. Oh yes. Yeah. I, Hey, I, why are the conservatives in love with this guy? I don't know. It's a little bit of Trumpism here North of the border and I don't get it. I don't understand it. Did you see with uh Brexit? <laughs> She's calling for another extension again. Like, Oh yeah. I don't think people know what, what Brexit is anymore or what they're actually trying to vote for to be honest, man. Well, that's the thing. Well, let's just do a redo here, folks. Yeah. People, people have forgotten what it is. I don't know what they're, what you guys are talking about anymore. They got conned into it in the first place. And it's proven that way that there was Russian meddling that it, you know, the vote should not be held. And if they can't come up with, no one can agree to any way to get out of it. So redo, redo on the referendum. That seems like a no brainer to me. They're worried about the amount of money they're going to waste. They've already wasted it trying to agree on it or disagree or whatever. 
Oh, man, I'm getting stuffed up. I think it was like the last two nights of only having like four and a half hours sleep. <laughs> oh, or it could be spring allergies, maybe. Yeah. I guess I need a day true. off of work. That's true. I was going to call the doctor, actually, and say, hey, I need to get those allergy uh, business refilled. Uh, just suck it up. But you you want me me to suck it up you are telling me you I suck it up you who have an army of specialists that look after every single no, that's different allergies like having a cold where you just suck it up my other conditions require medical yeah. attention yeah 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 for me to physically be able to function mm. my arm is sore after deadlifting 500 pounds that must be arthritis i'm going to the doctor yeah, that, you're really suffering there, Joe. Take this injection once a month. Twice a week. Or thousand dollar weekly. Thousand dollar injection. Oh, it's like fourteen hundred dollars, man. Which is this is what's wrong with Canadian healthcare. We give too much. Dude, this uh this new brand that I'm on is is a freaking killer. It's a self-injector, so you, you jab yourself in the leg, and then you press a button. And it takes fucking forever for it to uh, go in, and then when it does, it takes it's super slow injecting it. Two weeks ago when I did it, I must have double-jabbed myself or something because when I lifted it up, this spurt of blood shot off my leg and onto the carpet like an arc. <laughs> <laughs> and that's never happened before. Well, isn't that dangerous? Like, isn't the femoral artery, you know, something you got to avoid or something? No, it's subcutaneous, man. It's not. Uh, well, you hit something. I, I did something. Yeah. I've never seen that before. It's weird. Subcutaneous. All this for a make-believe uh, sore neck that he gets only after pumping up at the gym for five hours. So you think it's worth it? Not, I'm fully functioning, aren't I? I hey, calm down at the gym. You'll be fully functioning. No, that's, that's preventative maintenance. Is that what that is? Hey, doctor, I'm trying to eliminate my neck at the gym, and uh, it keeps getting sore. Is that what happens when my uh, chest eats up my neck? It gets sore. Do you have an injection for that? Well, I guess, or you could calm down at the gym. Nope. I want this neck gone by the time I'm how old? You'd be a great doctor, eh? Uh, doc, what can I, uh, I'm worried about, uh, this and that. What can I do? Uh, don't do anything and you'll be fine. Yeah. Well, Just sit on the couch and you'll be fine. You can have a little that way you can't hurt yourself. That's right. Guess what? You're old now. That thing that's hurting, it's going to hurt forever. You're old. Congratulations. No, it's been hurting since I was 20, man. I've just got a higher threshold of pain than most people, which is why I've been able to function really to, to this point so far. You've run to specialists I've never even heard of before. What was the last thing you put yourself in the hospital for? Hospital? Yeah. No, which I is. What are you talking about? Which you either could have, you know, uh, moistened a face cloth and cleaned your ear 
or you could go to the hospital. Oh, I know. I had, uh, it's the second time it's ever happened in my life. I had wax build up in one of my ears where it was getting hard to hear. <laughs> so I went to the walk-in and well, all you do you is clean it yourself. What? Why can you just clean it yourself? Clean I, it I just, I couldn't get to it. Even with a Q-tip, it just wouldn't come out. Oh, going to the hospital. Burp, burp. No, I went to the walk-in and then they, uh, they use a, like a turkey baster syringe with warm water. And then they just, they sort of, sh they shoot it into your ear and it just loosens it up and it comes out. And how much did you have to pay for that? That's free. That's, there you go. It's free. Yeah. How much would that be in the States? thousand dollars probably. Forget if I was it. in the States, I'd be like, well, guess I'm not hearing out of my left ear anymore. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> there was a story of, uh, this family, they got stopped at the border coming back from the States. They were in Florida or something. And they made the entire trip back with, uh, old grandma in the back deader than a doornail. But they didn't want to stop in the States because they were afraid of the, of, uh, the costs that the medical examiner might charge. So they drove the dead body back over the border. <laughs> And it, uh, the grandma had been, had been, uh, deceased for a few days too of this journey. So that was an interesting story. Did you hear that? Uh, the matrix has turned 20 this week. Yeah. I think I saw musty throw a tweet out about that or something. That was the only piece of news I heard about that though. I saw some other chatter on it. It's, no, one, uh, no one cares. I, I care. No, I don't. I have a matrix poster in my bedroom. You got to take that down. Which is why I see no action in that said bedroom. <laughs> got to take and, that down, man. Dude, the matrix, like, like this is a rare film for me that I paid to go see it in the theater multiple times. Uh, I just saw it the once. I'm pretty sure I saw it three times in its theatrical run. Cause it, it just blew me away so much. The uh, blew everybody away, man, the bullet time stuff. I knew I'd never like it. It wouldn't be the same watching it on a TV as it would be in the theater with the whole sound panning as well with the cameras. And, uh, of course the story to back up, you know, the effects, the story was just as compelling to me, drew me in, uh, you know what really got me to go to the theater, though, was uh, an interview, Joe uh, Pantaleone, Joey Pants. Yep. I think he was on Reg. He was on Regis. And Reg was trying to get out of him what the Matrix was. He was on there to support the Matrix, but he couldn't explain what the movie was. He couldn't. There was no tagline for him to explain to Regis what the matrix oh, was. He tried okay. and he just, I, he's like, I, I can't, it's, there's gonna, you're, you're just gonna have to see it. It's just, I can't explain it. It'll blow your mind away. You gotta, it's the only thing I can say is you gotta see it. That's the only way I can explain it. And, uh, from the clips they were showing in the, the trailers or whatever, I was like, uh, I gotta take a chance on this movie and just remember the opening the opening scene, the prologue with uh, Carrie Ann Moss and the old crappy building being chased by the cops, 
trying to make the phone call. You know, it's it's just my eyes were wide open. The only movie I regret not being able to see in the theater was Predator. Because I wasn't old enough. I can name about 30 other movies of that same year that you already said you were at the theater for. Well, the Predator was, uh, was that what? Minimum PG-14, right? I was still in, I was in elementary school. I don't remember what grade. All I know is my parents wouldn't, wouldn't take me to go see it. So I had a friend that went to see it and I made him tell me scenes over and over again in the movie. I want, I want, I want to know what other movies came out that year that you actually went to see at the theater. Cause I know you've said many of them. So I'm shocked to say, to hear that you you haven't made it to the theater. To see that one, but I'll go along with you with this game. What, what do I regret not seeing the theater? Joe? Well, let me tell you, let me tell you. Uh, I regret not seeing in the theater, uh, life of pie. Okay. Predator. See, see how he listens. He's such a great, great listener. Well, man, life of pie. I it's heard it's good. Hard. Have you seen it? No. I mean, it's just a I have visual. The book. I just haven't read it yet. Yeah. I got the book. The visuals that come out of this movie when he's just bobbing around in the ocean, when he's just seeing this enlightenment as done so well i saw it here at home on the projector still a nice big screen but if i could have seen that like in the theater in 3d i'm sure you would have just been sucked right into it uh, it's it's uh it it's quite an experience to watch that movie i really really like it and it's tough to uh i find it tough to get people to watch that one because it just uh, this does not look interesting to me or even to get through the first 15 minutes, but you get through it, you go through this uh, enlightenment that the characters go through or the character and uh, you're there for the ride. It's, it's a wild time on that shipwrecked boat with the tiger. Okay. So predator came out in 1987. Wow. I only had a budget of $15 million and it grossed 98 million. Okay. So how do we do this? Just click on the year. Um, Lisa's 1987. Predator, Robocop, Lost Boys, Masters of the Universe, 30 Did Dancing. you see those in the theater? Those really sound like movies you told me you saw in the theater. Full Metal Jacket, Lethal Weapon, Running Man, Evil Dead 2, Untouchables. Untouchables I saw in the theater. I know that. Princess Bride. Three Men and a Baby. I saw that in the theater. I know that. Over the Top. Saw that in the theater. Piece of garbage. That Good was morning. not a piece of garbage. Good Morning awesome. Vietnam. Saw that in the theater. Planes, train, and automobiles. Saw that in the theater. Here we go. Spent every day of his life in the theater. Living daylight. Saw that in the theater. How did you get to the theater? Like, how old were you? I don't know. Yeah. Come I on. honestly don't remember seeing Robocop or Lost Boys in the theater. 
How old were you in 87? I don't know. 87 in film. I had my license. Predator was the top, was the 10th top grossing movie, 87 in North America. Beverly Hills Cop 2 was number one. Did not see that in theaters. Who won the uh, the Razzies for that year? What, did they even have it that early? I think so. Man, the amount of movies they pumped out compared to what they pump out now. I thought they had Razzies that year. Academy Awards, Best Picture, Last Emperor. Best Actress, Cher for Moonstruck. Best Actor, Michael Douglas for Wall Street. Best Supporting Actor, Sean Connery, Untouchables. That was just in 87. Like, I want to go back. We're going to, me and you are going to have a special episode where we discuss how it's the 50th anniversary of 1969. And we'll go through not just movies, but we'll go through music and see what <coughs> monumental musical acts were happening in 1969 and how it compares to today. It's mind boggling. Mind boggling. There's massive 50 year celebrations coming this year. Massive. A lot to look forward to in the, in the record stores. If you want to get by and I read an article to get today. Of no, course, we don't all have uh, Kevin's money to go, go drop in the record stores. It's the 50th anniversary of Woodstock, of course. And, uh, this guy, there was an article on some dude who had discovered, he found the original wood used in the stage setup. That's you muted yourself. Uh, you were that, so upset. You muted yourself. <laughs> That's why you were looking at that guy holding up that big piece of wood yes. on the computer. Yes. He woke up in the middle of the night one night and remembered that he had helped someone, um, take this lumber from the Bethel Woodstock site and help this guy build a, uh, a shed for, uh, it was some part of of a bungalow community and it was a, a paddle board court or some shit like that. But he knew specifically that wood was bought from the Bethel site from the promoters, uh, who were, uh, disassembling the, uh, event structures. And he woke up in the middle of the night and just, Holy smokes. I know where the, 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 the freaking stage of the Woodstock thing is. He went, on a little sojourn to go find it. Of course, it was all abandoned property at this time, all overgrown. He had to search to find where this certain building was. And, uh, he actually found it. He, um, he says he got permission from whoever the landowner is at this time to take a board away. And he had it tested and analyzed. Like all these boards were stamped with the original lumber manufacturer. So he could, uh, collaborate, corroborate that with the, uh, known lumber that was used at the time. And then he even got, um, the daughter of the person that bought the lumber to supply a notarized note that it is indeed the, uh, lumber from the stage. And, uh, he's since then lent. He went back and disassembled all of it. He went, I'm not just taking one. I'm taking the whole thing. So he went back and he got it all. And uh, he's lent some since then to the museum that's on the site. But uh, what he's doing now, which the museum in the article made a very strict point of saying, 
we do not condone this and we don't have anything to do with this. And we regret that this is happening. This guy is now taking the saw to all of those pieces of uh, board. Do you know why he would do that? Any guesses? What do you mean? Saw? he's going to cut into planks. He's chopping it all up into little squares. You know why? What is he selling them off? Yep. He's uh, going to like sell them as memorabilia, little uh, squares. Scumbag. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of the story turns sour at the end there. It just, it just feels wrong that he's doing that. And then I was like, hmm, that kind of, that'd be kind of cool to have though. But no, no, that is no, it's wrong. It's wrong. It is wrong. People have little chunks of the Berlin wall, you know, so it's different when it's a small little piece. If he had sold off, if he had sold off like the boards as they were as big, as big individual pieces or whatever, then I think that'd be more of a collector piece than, than yeah. getting what a half a foot by half a foot square piece. If that kind of yeah. thing, it kind of sounded like, like drink coaster size. Like yeah. he's trying to soak every dollar out of this thing. Not a piece of shit. Is he hippie? Uh, I think he said he was like 15 yeah. at the time of the concert. No, 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 no. I, I don't know. He didn't look like, let that. me ask you this question. Did he have long hair? It was, it was longish. Not was like, he, uh, was he heavy set out of shape? Did he have uh, sparse facial growth on his face? <laughs> yeah, he had a bit, a bit of that going on. Were his eyes spaced a little too far apart? No, no. It, it was his, uh, teeth. Did he have some crooked teeth? He did say at the time he was a local, right? So he knew all the back roads in and out of Bethel. So when the interstates were all clogged and no one could get anywhere, he was still able to zip in and out and check out the concert anytime he wanted and go back home and zip back. Would have been pretty cool. That's, uh, that if I could go back in time, that's something I would check out for sure. I've always, uh, been in awe of the Woodstock festival, the original one, of course. If I could go back, I'd make sure I got in to see Predator at the theater. I even said to my folks once, I'm like, you know, you're of a certain age in 69. We're kind of around a drivable area to it. How could you not? How could you not go to Woodstock? Come on. How could you not? You Did know? I say it'd just be a waste of time? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Hmm. Would yeah. be. Can you imagine that? Standing what? in a muddy field, getting wet, listening to bad audio music. It's not mic'd properly. That would be a life changing and affirming experience. Always you could say you you were there. Man. Conservative numbers say there were 250,000 there. Conservative. Some people say there was a million there. And if you watch the movie, you know, you can imagine a million people there all with peace and love. 
peace and love. Some people say, I'm glad I wasn't there. Well, I know you wouldn't go there. No, sure. no way, man. Now, of all the cons, and you're a major concert veteran. Even in your youth, you wouldn't have taken that up. How about if you know what you know now about who the acts were that were there? Who, Hendrix, Grateful Dead, Joplin, Arlo Guthrie, Mountain. You knew if you had today's knowledge of who these acts were. And, and uh, you could go back in time to your, to your young self. You still wouldn't go endure the three days of mud? Would I have a private viewing box? <laughs> no, but you could wander and mingle. And I don't know because I can't tell you that because I've seen all the footage of it. So I know maybe if I had, maybe if I haven't seen any footage of it, but I knew who was there, I would say, yeah, I'd want to go see it. But there's some sexy ladies in that crowd no, too. Oh, there wasn't. Deep, uh, pendulous breasts. Yeah. Pancake breasts. There's Cause all they, kinds. Because they weren't wearing bras. And it was all open for business. You know, I I, I love that movie. I'm I want to set my uh, I'm gonna set my kid down and force her to watch it. Oh. I'm surprised you haven't done it already. I was thinking about that the other day. It's like she needs some uh, musical. I I have it in my head that if I force feed her good music, she, uh, the light bulb will just switch on and go, oh, yeah, Jesus, he was right. This is good stuff. Well, I put Bruce Springsteen on when my son's in the car. And we're going to Taekwondo. Oh. I go, you want to listen to Bruce? And he says, yep. What's that song? Down by the river? No. Ah, whatever it is. The song where uh, the guy and his girlfriend go down to the river to die or something. He starts uh, singing some of the words. <laughs> I'm like, this is a good, good song to pick out of all the ones I play for you. This oh, is the one good. you memorize. Actually, I was thinking of, her, of forcing her to watch a song remains the same, Led Zeppelin, because you had, you know, she's boy crazy right now. And you have Robert Planet up there on the big screen who's a male Adonis, like dripping with no. a sexual. Do you want her going after guys that look like that? Mm, no, right? Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, you want her coming home pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> That's the yeah. thing. She'd fall so much in love with him, she would fall in love with the music, and she would start listening to good music. Instead of this uh, Khalid person, She's listening to the what? Now some guy named Khalid, Khalid Stockholm or something. Kids are stupid. I don't know. No, she's listening to records. Oh, that's a good step, right? She takes her little portable record player with her and a bunch of records. She's uh, she has a couple of mine. She doesn't put the poly sleeve back on them though, and that drives me insane. So. Something's got to be done there, but it's cool that she's playing records. Yeah, you say, don't touch my records again. But you want her to, to, you know, to consume it. So, uh, you know, I want her to 
to uh, taste taste the taste the music, the good music. So, but just put the poly sleeve back on it. And she came in the car the other day with a stack of records, and she put them on the seat. And then she was going to put the portable record player on top of the records. Wow. And yeah, I that there was a bit of a scene at that moment. Let me How tell you. You, you know she's done that already without you knowing. How are you raising your kid, man? Like, hey, kid, do you know what ring wear is, kid? And then we yeah. have a nice little science lecture. You know what cardboard looks like after you get impressions on it, yeah. circular impressions. You got to throw it out. Just make sure she doesn't leave it in the car in the sun. Nice hot sunny day. Well, records were made to sit out in the sun. Mm, they warp. Mm, I've been in some pretty hot record shops, man, where it's boiling. Yeah, you don't buy anything from them. You walk out. No, in the old days, dude, that was the only place you could buy vinyl when it was cool before all these other people. You freaking hippies. Buy some AC. No way, man. Turn your AC on, hippies. Uh, All right, let's wrap this one up. I'm going to go play some Red Dead. I got some... uh, Perfect pelts to go hunting and shooting me and my horsey. Go watch some Red Dead. Oh, I wanted to, I wanted to tell you, though, before we get off that I did uh, with my Nintendo Switch. I am now uh, part of the Nintendo online business that you would subscribe to. Because if you have an Amazon Prime membership, they're offering you a year's free Nintendo online membership thingy. So I signed up for that. And that gives you access to their uh, NES catalog that they let people play for free on your Switch if you become a member. What, the full any, any, any game from the NES catalog? No, it doesn't appear to be. It's like a you get a selection every month or something. But there's it's all like top shelf stuff on there now, which is it's handy because the, this month's cartridge club game of the month is Zelda 2 and that's one of their offerings. What is Zelda 2 on the NES? Yeah. So I can I load know. that up on the Switch and take it around with me, right? So if anyone has a switch and has a Amazon prime membership. Yeah. That, what happens when your membership, if you cancel it after the year? Well, no, it's only good for the year and you yeah, have to be a the, prime member. Well, that's what I mean. What you're downloading these games, right? I don't know how it works. It's magic land. I just got it last night and I clicked on one of the games and it started instantly. There's no downloading. I don't know what happened. I don't know. It's magic. I can't play it because it's not physical. So your Amazon Prime membership gets you the free Twitch Prime membership and those together get you this Nintendo online membership for a year. You start off at three months and then they bump you up and uh, the rest of the year after that. So that's kind of cool. And uh, look me up on there if you want to play some uh, Mario Kart or something. I can't support that, man. The other shit. 
I don't know what else is. Oh, that Tetris 99 is on there. I don't know how that game works. I played it for a second. Came in 14th. I don't know. There's people that says, warning, this guy's going to do something to you. And I don't know what that means. I just keep playing. Right, game's a waste of time. I, I don't know what's going on. Someone's got to tell me how the game works. I'm not reading the instructions. All right. Let's go. So, yeah. Bill Coprod is my uh, Nintendo name on there. All right, guys. Thanks. Same as uh, in PlayStation World, if you want to hook me up on there. And, uh, yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Right, Bill? Yeah. yeah well, say thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Joe, for, uh, for taking the time out of your busy schedule of injections and manipulations and concentrations to participate in episode 228 well i look forward to seeing you uh this is tuesday so i enjoy looking forward to seeing you in three days uh fridays in just a couple and then uh tuesday wednesday thursday yeah come use my fingers here wednesday thursday friday saturday and then five days I will be popping up at your place at uh, 7.30 in the morning. I expect you guys to be ready to go out for breakfast. Uh, you should be having some sleepover people at your place, so I expect them up and ready too. Derek and his lovely wife, uh, Cynthia. Possibly. Possibly. Should be ready. Possibly, possibly Kevin and uh, Sarah. I know they won't be ready. Dude, we won't be getting, we'll just be getting to bed around six in the morning. Cause that's going to be a massive party night. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be. We party. Let me tell you. Uh, let me tell you, I know it's not going to be. Uh, yeah. Berry game exchange this Sunday. This is it last week to figure out how you're going. When are you going to be there? What you're picking up and, uh, don't forget to look for our table. We have an entire giant Tupperware. What do you call it? A uh, container, an under the bed container. We have one of those full to capacity, plus two more boxes full of games. All games are four for $15, the cheapest you'll find anywhere at the Berry Game Exchange, get to our booth first and pick out those gems out of there because we're, we were slipping. We were slipping big time. There's slips in there, right? And don't forget to uh, check off your calendar in June for the C3 meetup in uh, Philadelphia during the Too Many Games convention cartridge club meetup is happening there look for the information on that at cartridgeclub.org slash c3 and uh, lots of links there to help you find a hotel room find an itinerary and uh as well as discount tickets to the too many games so look for that and uh check out our youtube channel start to continue you'll find me on twitter at stc pod and joe is at AC Decepticon and uh, yeah we look forward to seeing you all this weekend post it and post it <laughs>